We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app Three shocking things happened this weekend, and they're all related. The way I'm about to lay them out here is exactly how the world's investor class will see them, too. The first occurred on Friday, as the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation hit its highest level in three decades. Bank of America slapped the Biden administration across the face. Here's how they did it on Friday. Bank of America's top strategist, Michael Harnett, called bull on the idea that this whole thing is transitory, temporary, or small. It's the second time Bank of America has contradicted the clear lies about inflation that the Biden administration is telling. In particular, Baghdad Jan Yellen, who says inflation is awesome. You're going to love it. It's so good for an economy. And besides, it's not going to last very long. Oh, yes, it is, says Bank of America. Oh, and by the way... Yeah, it's not that 3 to 4% y'all have been claiming. In 2021, it'll be annualized at 8%. Okay, a couple things to understand here. Bank of America is a globalist Democrat institution. That's where their donations go when their execs raise them. To be slapped like this by Bank of America is humiliating. It's the second such slap in two weeks with Bank of America contradicting the Biden administration's quiveringly lies about inflation oh and bank of america also wrote it's not transitory it's gonna be around for a while as the uk daily mail correctly writes bank of america just contradicted federal reserve chairman jerome powell in a very humiliating way contradicted powell's insistence soaring prices are only transitory and the way that bank of america wrote it they were literally mocking the biden administration after dropping the bomb on the Biden administration that inflation is not 2 or 3 or 4% this year, but more like 8%, Michael Harnett, their top economic strategist, actually mocked them, writing that it was, quote, fascinating. So many deem inflation is transitory when stimulus, economic growth, asset, commodity, housing inflation are deemed permanent. In other words, if all the inflation going into your inflation salad is permanent, How do you come out with the idea that you're looking at a transitory, i.e. temporary inflation salad? You don't. This was Bank of America's second warning to the Biden administration in as many months. And it falls on the heels of the Deutsche Bank warning 
that Americans are facing crushing inflation. What would we do with this widely held knowledge? The world's investors know they're watching. Would we A, clamp down, stop the out-of-control spending, pull it together, or B, go for broke, not grasp it, break the dollar with trillions more in borrowing, printing, and spending? Because if that's the case, they need to begin to plan accordingly to remove their investments from everything the dollar touches and assume the worst. They had a hint in the beginning of the month as to what the Democrats were thinking when Barack Obama said that the coronavirus pandemic was a teachable moment about the government spending trillions. Here's what he said. A part of what happens as the result of the pandemic is there's a teachable moment about maybe, you know, this whole deficit hawk thing of the federal government just being nervous about our debt 30 years from now or mi- while millions are suffering, he said. Maybe that's not a smart way to think about our economics. Obama even expressed his eagerness for the government to spend trillions more to transition to a clean energy economy and public health care, assuring everybody that we could just do it. We could just print it. It would be fine. No big deal. He ended with this. Maybe it opens up people's imaginations to say we can actually afford to make this transition. He says, talking about spending trillions of dollars like it's nothing. After hearing that, the world's investors still weren't sure. Was Obama saying what the left-wing base wanted to hear? Never really actually planning to spend the trillions more. That would finish off the dollar, perhaps collapse the federal government and gut the economy. Or was he just setting Republicans up, dangling the spending in front of his erstwhile followers only to yank it away knowing they never could really do it anyway and blaming the whole thing on the republicans well the democrats answered the question for the world's investors this weekend all week the democrats have been negotiating with the republicans over a relatively smaller 1.2 trillion dollar plan that was paid for in part by taxes and about half the money in it had already been allocated it was just going to be moved to other categories This was a signal that Washington might get it, that it's at the end of its borrowing, printing, and spending ability. That could have maybe kept the dollar intact with some inflation. That was blown to smithereens this weekend when Biden announced that he didn't actually intend to sign the thing unless another massive, bloated, multi-trillion dollar package passed. The dollar figure given for that package, there were three of them, $2 trillion. $4 $4 trillion and $6 trillion. So it's somewhere in there. What did that tell the world's investors? Well, Biden came back out and said, oh, no, I didn't mean that. I'll still sign the first one. It doesn't matter. They got the clue now. The Democrats are intending to spend like drunken sailors. They blew up their own deal with the Republicans and didn't care because they planned to spend like drunken sailors trillions and trillions of dollars while staring down a staggering 8% inflation already. In other words, they're not going to stop. They're going to squeeze every last IOU out of the printing press before it breaks. And that printing press is on borrowed time. The message is clear. Whether out of complete, utter idiocy with a side of lunacy or a deliberate plan to destroy American capitalism, which, quite frankly, if you watch Democrats, pretty clear what they intend to do. The world's investors got the message this weekend. The Democrats intend to wreck the dollar. They won't stop spending. Not now, not ever.
And Republicans might just let him do it with barely a peep. And that led to the third big thing that happened this weekend, all of which were connected. I'll tell you what that is on the other side. Stick around for a minute. It'll be worth it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. By Sunday, after all this went down, Mexican billionaire Carlos Salinas Pliego, Mexico's third richest man, but a key guy because he's so deeply involved in banking, went on an outraged tweet storm in which he declared fiat is fraud. What was he talking about? Well, America's dollar is the world's reserve currency. It's a fiat currency. In other words, he's looking at the Democrats' plans to steal from the world's investors and primarily their own people by printing money because every dollar you print, you make every other dollar already out there worth less. So when he's screaming fiat is fraud, he's saying, let me translate, the U.S. dollar is a fraud. Every investor who understands it knows what he meant. It's a dead currency is what he's saying. It's over. I'm watching this. These fools in Washington think they can spend trillions of dollars more because an absurd argument had broken out between the Republicans and the Democrats. Oh, the Democrats double-crossed the Republicans and said they'd sign the bill, but now they're not signing the bill. Who cares? What the Democrats said was, screw you Republicans, we'll take your $1.2 trillion and we're going to spend anywhere between 2 and $4 trillion more on top of it. You can practically feel the rage dripping off that billionaire Pliego's Twitter feed. Why? Because if you're at the billion-dollar level, our financial systems are intertwined. If you collapse the dollar, everything it touches will be harmed. Stocks here, stocks in Asia, stocks in Europe. If you've got billions of dollars, like Pliego does, he's in a world of hurt. So he bellowed, screamed in rage, the only thing he could do to try to get Washington's attention. And what was that? He vowed that his bank would be Mexico's first to accept Bitcoin, launching, as Forbes wrote, into a tweet storm in support of the world's largest cryptocurrency early Sunday morning, saying he'd make his Banco Azteca the nation's first bank to accept Bitcoin. 
what is he doing? The only thing he can. He's saying to Washington in America, screw you. Screw your reserve currency. I am done with dollars. You won't steal from people like me anymore by printing and printing and printing. What specifically is this billionaire reacting to? Well, there's a thing here in, the, in this pledge that Biden has made over the weekend. Namely, what he said was, yeah, we're going to have uh, at least two years of free college. We're going to have free daycare for all. Oh, and Medicare, that's not going broke anymore. No, we're actually going to lower the age of eligibility down to 60. And for the first time in American history, all of it is tied not to taxes or source of revenue, but to the printing press. It is sheer madness. It would terrify the average American citizen if they understood it. Because as guys like him get off the dollar and go to whatever, could be the yuan, the euro, the bitcoin, it doesn't matter. That will decrease demand for dollars at a time when we are printing them. The value of your dollar will plummet, plummet, plummet. It will wreck the economy. If you want to understand how guys like this billionaire and so many we've already profiled who've had similar reactions on this podcast, if you want to understand how unstable they see the dollar as because of Washington's vow to keep printing, put the word Bitcoin into Google and you'll see something shocking. Since April of this year, Bitcoin's been worth as much as $58,000 per coin. And a low of $32,000. That's not stability. That's a buck wild fluctuation. And yet, we have billionaire after billionaire after billionaire saying they're going to normalize it, stabilize it, use it in banking. Why? Because the debate has already begun about what to replace the dollar with. If you want to follow what's happening to the dollar, a good way to do it is every few days put in the word billionaire or hedge fund manager and the word either cryptocurrency or Bitcoin. When these billionaires, many of whom, like Ray Dalio, have laughed at cryptocurrency in the past, are suddenly embracing it, what they're doing is signaling they've already moved way beyond the dollar. They've given up on the dollar in Washington. And they're entering into a new debate. What will the world's reserve currency be? Now, China has always planned on it being the yuan. But there's a problem with this. Nobody wants that. Naturally, the reserve currency would default to the currency of the second biggest economy in the world. And that is China right now. But there's a huge problem. China is not transparent. The numbers it puts out about its finances, its economy, even individual businesses in China are simply not believable. There's nothing to back them up. Nobody wants the yuan as the reserve currency, although many will probably hold it in baskets of currency that include, you know, euro, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, I don't know, maybe some yen. Given that Bitcoin is not a stable currency, you can see how desperate these people are and how bad they know the fallout from Washington's spending will be. Remember, none of these people are going to say the obvious. Well, Ray Dalio did, but nobody else will. He said cash was trash. He was talking about the American dollar. But most of these guys have American business interests. They're not stomping on toes by doing that. So instead, they'll just say something like fiat is fraud. Or they'll talk up Bitcoin, clearly intending to use it 
as the replacement reserve currency for the U.S. Take Mark Cuban, for instance. You may not like him, but you need to watch what he's saying. It's a version of what the Mexican billionaire Pliego just said. Here's the headline from Fox News. Mark Cuban says Bitcoin is better than gold. No worries about storing it. He says easy to transfer, easy to trade, easy to convert. Doesn't require an intermediary. Can be fractionalized. What, what is he saying? Okay, right now, what he's saying is, don't put your money in gold. I know the dollar is going south. We're all going to flee it. Washington's going to collapse it. What should we do? They're all having this debate at the billionaire level and the hedge fund level. And there's a contingent that wants crypto, not because they think it's great, uh, but because there's really not another good option and they don't want to see the world's reserve currency default to the yuan because that's not good for anybody, especially them. So what are they saying? So Cuban's saying, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know you're all afraid uh, that you're going to be living in a shack somewhere, uh, you know, and digging a hole for your gold. Don't do it. Put it into Bitcoin. He's saying it's better than gold. But what is the assumption he's not saying? What is the unsaid there? The dollar is trash. Why are they talking this way all of the sudden? Because a critical thing happened. America hit the point where we now will owe when we're done selling um, all the paper from this last stimulus and printing the money to buy back our treasuries, which is what the Fed does, we will owe the entire economy. It is understood that once you owe an entire economy, you're going to hit hyperinflation. And Washington is showing no signs whatsoever of slowing down. So the debate the world's wealthy are now having, the one they're having over tops of our heads, Pliego, Dalio, Carl Icahn, and even Mark Cuban, is what they're all going to use as a reserve currency. And they've got their ideas. Some are more weighted in Ethereum. Some are more invested in Bitcoin. Others are doing a combination. It doesn't matter. They are all looking at each other and touting their own specific route so others will get in and make it so that whatever they're investing in is solid. In other words, if a lot of other billionaires, hedge fund managers and banks accept Bitcoin, what does that mean? Well, you're not going to have the wild fluctuations anymore. Right now, over the weekend, I saw a valuation of Bitcoin. It ranged from 22000 a coin to 35000 That's not stable. So what these billionaires are doing is saying, look, I want to put my value in that because I'm going to have to move away from the dollar and probably away from everything that touches the dollar for a while as this mess America's making is straightening out. I need you guys to come with me. I'm going to bet my bank on it. Buy Bitcoin. Let's stabilize it so we can keep our value there. In other words, what's happening right now, y'all, is the world is having a debate over what to do after the dollar. Americans over their dinner tables need to be having a debate over how they're going to survive the crash of the dollar because Washington clearly intends to take it there unless and pray this is the case Biden and the Democrats are bluffing they don't actually intend to spend the trillions at all they only want to appear to try to so they can blame the whole thing going down on the Republicans and then they won't have to tell their hysterical rube base the truth that all that free health care they promised them free child care free college there's no money for it we couldn't do it if we wanted to so maybe they're trifling you'll find that one in the urban dictionary 
trying to look like you're trying before you plan to fail. Pray it's that. I suspect it's not. I think they see a chance, the chance they've been looking for for over 60 years to finally, with one fell swoop, decimate capitalism and the American economy. And they're taking it. It's not a bad idea. After all, you got a guy dumb enough to do it on his own watch in Joe Biden. And after you wreck the dollar under Biden, well, he's only going to be around a year or two. And besides the guy was senile, he didn't mean it. They can shove forward another candidate, completely dropkick Joe, and then try to get you back, get your vote back. It's not a bad gambit if you could pull it off. A bad gamut, I mean, if you intend to destroy America in order to usher in world socialism or Marxism. Because you know this, the one thing standing in your way in this order, the United States of America and the dollar. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 